Welcome back in to episode six of the Creatively Connected podcast. I'm your host, Chris Rippey, and we have a special guest in here today, my boy, John Ross. He is a very talented shoe designer, cleat designer, um, but by trade, he is an attorney and lawyer here in Nashville, Tennessee. Yeah, so very, uh, you know, two different two different realms of work there, but he, he integrates them into one. So uh, we're happy to have him on for, for episode six today. Appreciate you joining us uh, yeah, man. in the first episode in one of our new recording sets. So happy to be here. Got the city of Nashville in the background. So uh, we're blessed to be in here. So, yeah, this is John Ross. Tell everyone a little bit about, you know, what it is you do within those two different um, avenues of work. And Yeah, man, it's, it's honestly, it's a weird combo. Um, and I didn't really intend on getting into it. It was one of those things where, you know, I used to play football. And, um, you know, when I, when I retired, you know, probably for the betterment of myself, when I retired, it was, you know, what can I do to be like as close to the sport as possible? And so I was like, okay, let's go to law school, be a sports agent. Um, so that's sort of how I got in like the, the lawyer, the attorney realm was I was trying to, you know, I couldn't let the dream die. So I was like, I got to do whatever I can. And so I, uh, I went to law school, did the whole three years in that. But during law school, it was actually like during COVID it was, I took a gap year between, undergrad in law school. I worked at a music label in town, Big Machine. And while I was nice. working there, it was like when OBJ was wearing like these sick cleats with like the Joker and stuff yeah, on and yeah, stuff like that. Those. And so I always saw it and I was like, it was COVID. I was bored. I was like, what can I do? So I was like, ah, I'll see if I can do that. And I, I had my best friend growing up, Jordan. Um, he worked at MTSU as one of the equipment guys. He was played football and then he became one of the equipment guys. But he had all these leftover cleats. Mm-hmm. And I was like, hey, let me get a pair of cleats. I was like, well, let me see if I can do it. They were about to go up and play Michigan yeah. um, in the big house. And so I was like, oh, that'd be sick. The first pair of cleats I do get to go be worn at the Michigan. Biggest, yeah, the, the biggest, biggest stadium. stadium. Yeah. The, it was, it was you know, Michigan, like, heyday of coming up. Like, Harbaugh had just gotten there. Right. Like, the whole thing was like, oh, that's going to be sick. And so I got a pair of cleats from him. And, I mean, it took me, like, a month to do. I had no yeah. idea what I was doing. I was trying to figure it out. YouTube and Yeah, I was really like, I was YouTubing everything I possibly could to figure out what to do, the supplies I needed, yeah. where I could get the supplies, ordering things that would take like two weeks to get there because I didn't know I could go in town and get it. Right. Just like going through all the bumps and bruises of it initially, just like trying to figure out if I could do it. Sure. And I can't draw to save my life. Like if you give me a piece of paper and 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 colored pencils, you're not getting a Mona Lisa <laughs> out of me. You're not getting anything. I look like a seven-year-old trying yeah, to I was color. about to say, did John yeah. draw it or the eight-year-old? Yeah. Like, I, like, I literally look like I can't draw between the lines. It's a whole problem. I feel that. Um, but did, I don't know, man. Something about like a paintbrush and then like the paint and like all the dyes I use like yeah. on a shoe or a cleat. Yeah. It does it for me. And yeah. I don't, it like, it randomly clicks and I figured out I could do it. And then it's just like, it slowly progressed from there to where it is now. And, and while I'm law school, I just kept doing it. And yeah. Got the law degree. I'm an attorney now, and somehow I'm still doing the shoe stuff on top of it. That's that's awesome. That's not like a a route, I guess. That you know, a lot of people do. You see the the OBJ ones; those were those went viral. You know, everybody. Yeah. You had high schoolers out here rocking yeah, cleats exactly. and stuff, and uh, getting penalties and yeah, everything. Yeah, probably, exactly. probably putting derogatory things on yeah. there. But now that's that's badass. Um, so those got to be worn at that game. At yeah, Michigan, they, they so wore them at Michigan. He got me. You a, got him done yeah, in time. I got him done in time. Luckily, he got he got me like a sick photo right on the M in the middle of the big house field, and it was so, uh, yeah. Put that in and that's sort of what like what like caught me up into it. And I was yeah. like, okay, that's really cool. He was my best friend, like growing up, but like, okay, he's wearing them. I'm like, all right, where can I go from here? Who else can I do like, right. from here? And then I started doing random guys like on the team as well. Yeah. And, and that's sort of just like what started like the whole domino effect. I'm sure your first, you know, cleat being put out there 
at a big level like that yeah. you know it's it's skipping a bunch of steps you know yeah. you, you didn't have to go give them to your cousin who's a middle school yeah, football player yeah, yeah. or something it went straight to college football yeah, in I Michigan got, so I got blessed with the uh with with a good route I got blessed to be put in like a good position to where like I had like a I guess a bigger scale than having to do it for like you yeah. know my, my cousin or anything playing sure. in middle school I, I had the I guess I had a good avenue to be on a little bit higher level, like immediately than I necessarily should have Absolutely. been. I should have gone, I, it should have been way worse, but I, I sort of got lucky, got blessed with T that one. Absolutely. Touch on that a little bit, like for creatives, whether they're, you know, a, a designer or a photographer or, you know, a video person, how can like that, for example, and I feel like myself, I kind of got that opportunity too, like kind of skip some steps yeah. early on. How can that be beneficial but also not be beneficial to a creative yeah man it's like i don't know the way like i sort of saw it is it, it's beneficial in the fact that you you get there immediately not like you get there immediately but like you're almost starting on second base yeah um it's beneficial and in, in you almost have a broader reach from the get-go instead of having to start super super small and having to network your way all the way up right um but like the cons of that is you go through your bumps and bruises on a bit of a bigger scale yeah um like like with him i he gave me a like i saw him the other day and he showed me this pair of cleats like that the second pair of cleats i had ever done and i look at him now and i'm like oh my gosh those <laughs> they, they're terrible right, I, right. I would never send those out in this world now um, so that, that was like one of the, I guess probably like one of the biggest problems or one of the cons to it is even though you are on a bigger scale, a little less room it, to, a little less, yeah, up. a little less room to get like a little less room to make mistakes and the yeah. mistakes you made are embellished a little bit right. because they're being seen by more people. Exactly. So there's pros and cons to it. Um, but I think I would rather have done the bumps and bruises that way. I would have right. rather started it that way because sure. it, it sort of helps your, your overall like personal brand grow. Because even though you are going through those bumps and bruises, you make sure those bumps and bruises aren't as bad. Yeah. You're more meticulous. They're a little bit more polished. Yeah you're, yeah, you're more meticulous because you know like it's going out to a bigger scale. Whereas like if I was doing cleats for like my, my cousin who's playing in seventh grade football, I wouldn't care nearly exactly. as much who's going to see him. Exactly. 50, 50 kids on a middle school football team versus yeah. like going to see him play, you know, on Michigan yeah. on ESPN. Like the pros and cons. Yeah, but the pressure's there a, yeah, a little bit more, yeah, but I definitely. feel like that can help with like growth a lot quicker yeah. oh, at rap, rap, more rapid rates. You absolutely. Know, you're, you're, you're kind of forced to, to jump in that and, you know, screw up just a little bit less than you. You're than forced you to be better. Are. Yeah. Exactly. You're forced yeah. to be better. It's good. It's, it has pros and cons yeah. for sure. Well, that's cool, man. It sounds like, you know, that kind of just took a hold and, and, and you ran with it from, from the first opportunity you got. And that's, that's kind of what life's all about is, you know, seeing opportunities and, and when they come, because, you know, if you would have been like, nah, I don't know how to do that yeah. for that guy, you might not ever even had the motivation to, you know, pick that up because it wasn't broadcast yeah. at the Michigan, you know, football game. Yeah, it, so. it's, it's, it's been a, it's been a crazy roller coaster, but wouldn't take especially it while being in school to be an attorney yeah too. yeah it's that's, that's not an easy yeah industry get, to get into you go to class you go to class from like eight to like six and you have to do all your reading in between your classes and then i would come home at night and be like yeah. okay i have to get a pair of done a yeah. pair of shoes it's probably done. a good way to get your mind off of you mm -hmm. know all the studying and yeah and it's just like you have those like you have those two sides of your brain the left and right brain the creative versus like the part where like you're really meticulous in your reading and stuff like that so it was really good to be able to come home and sort of like shut off yeah. that side where I'm just like so focused on school and in reading a healthy contract. way too. Yeah, in a healthy way, and it's not like you know you're not going to different like bad avenues to sort of like calm yourself down and like right. like chill. Like yeah. I could I could pull that creative side out, and it sort of just gave me a way to just like release and let everything go from like 
reading all day and sitting in yeah. class all day to like doing something creative with my hands or sort of Absolutely. just like a good like release. John, John would get done with uh, class during the day. He'd go back to his dorm room, make a pair of kicks, <laughs> put his suit on the next morning, and roll, roll up to law school. Really rolling up to court. After, I still have paint on me. I'll find paint <laughs> randomly on me sitting like, in court. What is this guy doing? Yeah, right? He's just the freshest He's lawyer out So there. professional. <laughs> That's badass, bro. So um, you obviously worked with uh, M- MTSU football and uh, at that game. Talk about some of the other collabs you've had. I know you've uh, done some collaborations with Metro Boomin, yeah, which is yeah. – absolutely sick um how me and john met we were i was actually at a uh i was on a video shoot and he was in the middle of the this room uh it was a huge networking event and he was making some some cleats then so that's yeah, i man. had to go up to him and see and then he was like yeah i made shoes for metro booming and and a bunch of the titans players deandre hopkins and all this and i was like bro i gotta forget your your instagram i, I gotta have you on the podcast so <laughs> yeah but yeah touch on you know some of those collabs that you've done um so you know this is this is another one right it's it sort of felt like right in my lap um so i was actually sitting in class i was sitting in in god i was sitting in contracts sitting in contracts and sales class and sitting on my laptop i'll be honest like was not paying attention yeah. at all um, I got a, I had a text come through and it was a friend of mine. She had lived here and then she had moved to um, Denver to work with Finish Line JD Sports now. That's and, okay. Yeah. So Finish Line is JD Sports now. And she texts me and she goes, how quick can you get a pair of shoes done? And I had just gotten back from being in New York for the US Open Fashion Week, the whole thing. And so I'd come back and I'm sitting in class on Monday and I'm, I'm tired. I didn't want to be there. Like I'd flown in early, sure. early, early. And so, I'm, and I'm like, depends. I was like, who's it for? Because, I mean, I'll be honest. Right, yeah, yeah. I, mean, I knew she, if she was asking how quick I could get them done for, I was like, okay, there's a chance. And she said it was for um, Francis Tiafo, which Tiafo, it's he, uh, he's a tennis player. Yeah. He had ju- and it was, he was in the news super crazy. He had just beaten Rafael Nadal in the quarterfinals okay. and of the US Open, which I had just been up there for. And I was like, Okay, I think I can get a pair done. They wanted them done by the next morning. <laughs> Finished, done, went and got in the shoes, did the whole yeah, custom. So you didn't have the shoe. Yeah, I didn't even have the shoe yet. Yeah. And so I I had a late a class later, I had like a two hour period. I drove to Green Hills, nowhere had an Air Force One. Then I drove all the way out to Cool Springs, found a pair. And then I went to class. I spent the whole next class definitely not paying attention and just designing the shoe. Yeah. And there was actually, I was supposed to go to a Jack Harlow concert that night. And so I went home and instead of going, I finished the shoe. I stayed up till like 4.35 in the morning, went immediately to FedEx, sent the Shipped shoe out, and then went to class <coughs> right after. I was on like, I had no sleep at all. Literally went yeah. immediate to immediate. Um, and so luckily, I, I that was the initial like, big first biggest collab i had yeah and then from there sort of the exact same scenario i did um this artist named fletcher she just uh, an album release sang with finish line they hit me up they wanted a pair of instant needed it instantly got, got that i gotta start reaching out early dude i know <laughs> I, need, I need some more time i need some more time but yeah. but fletcher like the cool one with that one is she had this album release and it was probably like two weeks later i was sitting in my kitchen i was making breakfast and this girl I know texted me and she was like, Hey, you did a shoot pair of shoes for Fletcher, right? And I was like, I was like, Yeah, why? What's up? She goes, She's wearing them on Call Her Daddy, the, the, <laughs> the podcast. podcast. Yeah, the big yeah, podcast. Yeah. And she, so she was wearing the shoes I had done for her. 
And the coolest thing was, is like she took her shoes off halfway through, but she legit placed them like perfectly yeah, where they were in view the of the, yeah, literally in frame the Perfect entire advertising. time. Yeah, so it was, yeah. It was like, it's the coolest thing ever. My shoes, you know, these were in my apartment a week ago and now they're on yeah. one of the biggest podcast. Um, That's cool. And then from there I did uh, Richarlison. He's a big soccer star. It was the World Cup had just happened, but sort of the ex- same exact thing. It was right. like, hey, how quick can we get a pair of shoes done? Because right. they wanted to get him out to down to Brazil. He's playing for Team Brazil at the time, down to Brazil. So that one, and then came the Metro Boomin pair. Yeah, I was in LA, and sort of the same exact uh, thing happened with the Francis TFO shoes. Was hey, how quick can you get a pair done? And I was I was not home. She's like, what are you doing this weekend? And I was like. I'm I guess bad. making these yeah, shoes. Yeah, I, like, I was like, I'm in LA, what's up? I was just visiting. I was like, I'm in LA, what's up? She was like, well, the Spider-Man movie came out and he did the entire soundtrack. Okay. And so they were like, would you want to be able to get a pair done? But the problem was, I was there on Friday. She texted me on Friday. On Monday, he was flying out to Germany to do his entire European tour. So yeah. they had to get the pair of yeah. shoes no other way around by it. Monday. Yeah. And so I told her, I was like, all right, send the pair of shoes to my apartment. I ended up leaving LA Early, early, early Sunday morning, I was home by like 6, 7 a.m. I was back here 6, 7 a.m. Immediately got off my flight, went home, did those pair of shoes. And I'll be honest, I was like, I was super grateful for those because Metro Boom and like Metro to me, it was like, yeah, he's a massive producer. Yeah, absolutely. And, and it was like super cool because it was in a collaboration with Spider-Man. And I grew up watching Spider-Man. Sure. So it was like, you know, you grow up listening to this producer, then you grow up watching this movie, and now you get to collab like with both. Yeah. it's And so that's how I got Metro. Uh, but then the same Jordan guy who worked at MTSU, the equipment guy now works for the Titans. Okay, so yeah. that's what led you. That's to what led me nice. to all like all the Titans players networking and connections. Oh, it was it was literally just like yeah. networking and connections, and and he had texted me because um, there's a there's a guy they go through like for a lot of their players, but they and, but he lives a little bit away. He uh-huh. had texted me and he was like, "Hey, we need a pair like now, like we need a pair like immediately." He was like, "Can you get a pair done?" And I was like, "Yeah, I can." And so sure enough, he he came and he brought me the pair. I got them done in like an hour and sent them back. Yeah, it was uh it, it was it was a quick turnaround, but luckily it's one of those things where it's like, and, and you sort of see this a lot with the sneakers, and especially the cleats. It's once one person like on a team sees your cleats and they like a pair you've done, now they word gets yeah, around. Now we're just yeah. like Slowly, slowly, slowly starts to spread. So I initially started with D Hop, and then it just it slowly just like sort of spread like wildfire through yeah. like the through the locker room. Like ten, I think I have ten guys this year. Um, so yeah, that's that's I've worked with them, and then a few TikTokers here and there. And, yeah. and I'll be honest, a TikToker is one of the reasons all of this took off. Really? Yeah, man. It's uh, this girl named Audrey. Shout out Audrey. Uh, she's a really big. T- she's a pretty big TikToker um, girl TikToker. And I was like, okay, how can I get my shoes out to like a lot of like. TikTok, you know, big, TikTok. biggest platform yeah, TikTok, is out right man. now. So I, I was like, I DM'd her. I was like, yo, I got to get a pair of shoes on your feet. Just like replied to her story. I was like, there's no way this girl's responding. Sure. She's a couple hundred thousand followers. I was like, yeah. she's not going to see it. And like, I remember I was sitting there, I was, you know, I was sitting there playing Xbox and I got the Instagram notification and it came up. She was like, let's do it. And I was that's like, so oh, cool. that's gold. I was like, this is, I was like, I put my, I, I, shot in the dude, if dude I put my controller down and I literally just like sat there and I just like watched. And I just looked at my phone. I was like, "This can't be real." It's up. Yeah, I was like, I just cannot be real. <laughs> so you, you think that was like to you cooler than like the NFL players and stuff like that? That was like one of the biggest. Like that was like the first like big one. Yeah. Um, Even and, with like the NFL players, I feel like like a TikToker they have they have reach. more reach. Yeah, yeah man, like, it's, it's like this massive reach and it's an organic it, massive yeah. reach. And yeah. so like 
I did a pair of shoes for, and it was the first person I'd ever like done shoes for, like for like business sake, I guess. Sure. And so I sent her this pair of shoes and she got them and she made a TikTok about them. And I didn't really like know. And the TikTok ended up being like 300 to 400,000 views. Nice. And I didn't even notice it until like I started just getting all these DMs. And I was like, what? What's going on? I like, I like text her. I was like, hey, did you get the shoes? She was like, yeah, I already posted a TikTok. And I was like, <laughs> Now it's all starting to make so much sense. Yeah. It's like, like you didn't even have to ask for that. No, I didn't like, have to ask. Just, yeah. It was just like, it was, it was content for her and it was organic content for her. And it was something like that she liked. And like, you know, the biggest thing I've, I've noticed, like working with social media people is, man, the comments, the yeah. comment section is a scary, scary place to go. <laughs> it's, it's yeah, like it's, you, you sit there and you want to go, but like you're really nervous because like, yeah. you know, if, if people don't like your stuff on social media, they're going to let you yeah, know. They're going to tell might, you. You might quit by yeah, the time yeah. you get all the way Literally, like the I'm bottom. not going to be a happy camper, but you know, I luckily I went to the comments and, and against my better judgment and they were all positive. Yeah. And I was, oh, like, that's oh, cool. I was like, that was sort of the one that's thing. rare, but good. Yeah, it was rare, but I was like, I was like, okay, maybe I can do something with this. I was like, all these, like, I'm, I've got... 400,000 critics right now, yeah. all critiquing me in a positive way. Sure. Maybe they don't know you. They don't know me. Yeah. They have no They're reason. Just like, following Audrey, yeah, you know, yeah. They have no reason to like speak positively of me. And I was like, okay, maybe this is, maybe this is a route I can take and maybe yeah. I can have some like fun with this. Absolutely. That's cool. I feel like exactly what you just said. Like it, if you put something good out there, it doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, who's necessarily behind it. If a bunch of random people like it, like that's the affirmations you need yeah. to like, pursue that like that they wouldn't if you weren't meant to do that random people that don't know you mm -hmm. and you don't know they you wouldn't get that you yeah beauty is definitely like the eye of the beholder especially when it comes like creative stuff because like you see all these massive brands like making stuff where it's like one person can absolutely hate it yeah but another person can absolutely love it yeah right but like in and it's it you know it sucks like working off affirmations but it's so great when you do actually get them yeah. and like you like you can see people appreciating your work and loving the work that you're doing. Um, so yeah. So even though like, I would never say like, you know, base, like your base, whether you're good at your like creative job based off affirmations, they're definitely not a bad thing. Not to a get. bad I'm thing. I'm not yeah. going to complain when people are sure. like, I really like your work. If it's negative, ignore it. Yeah, but if it's that, good, yeah. take that, yeah. you know, take that. The booze always come from the cheap seats, but like the phrases the, also take The good it. thing too about the negative comments and people hating or whatever is it's like at the end of the day, they're still showing your work love in some way yeah. you know that yeah. commenting it on you know the post just put it pushing it out to my people, yeah so. you're, you're raising my engagement rates at this point like it's yeah. awesome like and, it, and that goes back to what like what you said if one person doesn't like it someone will and like if they push it to the next person that does then yeah they that could, could be the it. next client yeah you know, literally you just, it's like you, you just know. you never know where your next job i guess is going to come from right so even if someone hates your work someone can also love your work Absolutely. and someone could like would die to work with you Absolutely. And, and i think that's like one of the biggest things with being a creative you're just like you dude some people are just not gonna like what you do yeah and some people are just gonna hate what you do but also at the same time there could be 10 other people that love what you do it could right. be a 10 to 1 ratio and you know the, that one is a little loud and that one hurts to hear but yeah. you get 10 on top of it right right it's like oh you roll with it and you're like i feel like a lot of people get caught up in that like like my realm you know videographers like i don't know if i want to put this out like yeah at, people are going to hate it when you're categorizing every human being you're categorizing billions and billions and billions yeah. of people that are out there but it's like not everyone is going to hate that one or five or ten might but 15 or 20 yeah. or 30 might like exactly. it and push it to the next people so so. You, the people that love it aren't always the people that 
review like review it or right. leave the comments a lot of time it is people that like hate it yeah but like you have to like i think it's it's very angry people it's, it's angry people <laughs> yeah. in some way shape or form they just like yeah. they want to troll or they want to be something like that but i think that's why it's like super important like even if like people do hate it like roll right. with it because there's just as many people that like it they're just not commenting the boos are always louder than the cheers 90 percent of the time right and Facts. i think it's just important to like roll with it and just like keep doing you because eventually like like how my first pair was terrible yeah you keep doing it you're gonna get better yeah. And you're gonna have more people starting to love your work just because you're gonna like, like organically figure it out. Yeah, and show that process, you know, as you're yeah. doing it. Don't be so hard on yourself and be like, I'm not gonna post until the hundredth one, you know, because yeah. you'll build that community, you'll mm-hmm. build that rapport as you're posting mm-hmm. more. Yeah, you're gonna mess whether up. it's bad work or not. Yeah. You know, to you it might be, but to the next guy it might be the most badass thing. Yeah. So, well, that's that's cool. It sounds like you've you've done a lot of collaborations you know the metro booming when that's the one that stood yeah, out man, to me that one was a... the titans players and all that i know you, sh- you showed me the pictures of the cleats that that night i met you and i was like bro those are those are sick yeah like, man it's fun it's yeah. fun being able to turn on the tv on a sunday yeah and, and i'm not a titans fan i'm like yeah. it, it's different now because i like seeing the guys i work with do well because like you get to, like you get to know them to a certain sure. extent and so like you want to see those people do well but I'm not a Titans fan. Yeah. I'm a Colts fan. Born and raised. Oh, like okay. I'm a, like, see, it's like season say that ticket. Here in Nashville. Dude, I know, man. I, I get ostracized for it. Like season ticket holder, the whole like the whole deal. But I still I find it now I I put on both games. Sure. I turn both games on at all times because like it's just cool seeing your work out there. And it's right. cool like watching CBS where there's hundreds of thousands of people like zoom in on your cleats yeah and like you're watching a toe tap on the sideline it, it's, it's oh awesome. i bet that dude you had one of them yeah i oh, have yeah. dude that's the good thing with d hop being a wide receiver man oh, it's yeah, like i it, bet with him you probably yeah you get a, you get a ton of like attention and it's like you get a ton of like zoom ins and and even though like a lot of people aren't gonna like recognize it but it's against the people that do or like yeah. like you see a tweet or something you where it's like it. oh he's got cool cleats you're just like ah oh, exactly like that feel no one knows it's me like it doesn't have my name on the side of it or anything along those lines but, like i know right that's what, no that's what your matters. people you know yeah they'll, they'll it's like my it. people know. as you grow up more and more it'll yeah. be like oh that's you know that's my cleats, there's man. a graphics dude um Tip, Tipton edits i don't uh-huh. know if you're familiar yeah, he, yeah, he does yeah. like recruiting graphics yeah. and stuff i was big on following his work in college and uh, that's something like, you know, I see you grow, growing into, you know, like, oh, John, that's John Ross shoes. Dude, you know, I mean, like, it's, yeah, I know. You that's just the, see a badass edit and it's like a graphic. It's like, oh, okay, I know who did dude, that. That's, Same with the cleats. It's like uh, when D-Hop had, they wore the Oilers uniforms yeah. for the first time. There's a million cameras there. Yeah. But he also had three touchdowns. And um, Des Bryant, the old Cowboys yeah. wide receiver, he has like a company, but they made a shirt based off of it, off the three touchdown game, the Oiler uniform. And a nice. bunch of people kept sending it to me because my cleats were like the focal point yeah. like of the of the t-shirt. And so I was like, that's the coolest thing ever is like this started as nothing. And that's like randomly, like my shoes are on a t-shirt that yeah. I can go buy in a store. Right. That's that's gotta be a crazy feeling. Like yeah. you didn't ask necessarily for that. You just designed that one cleat, one shoe, and then you know, shows how much you now it's on a t-shirt. Yeah. That's sick, bro. Congratulations, Thanks, all that. Man, that's insane. I'm going to have to give me some. I don't know, yeah, I don't know if you can you do there. anything with, with these E's. They kind of have a design. We got, they got their whole thing already. <laughs> well, uh, I might. I have a pair of all-white uh, Nikes. I'm yeah, you got something. A little camera yeah, or something spice on them the up side. A bit, Cravely know. connected yeah. logo. Dude, logos are big to. one. Everyone loves their logos. That, man. Might, that might be sick. Well, that's cool that you So you do all of the shoe stuff. Obviously, that's, you know, would you you classify that as your part-time Part-time gig, yeah, it's I guess. The thing that like keeps me happy. It's like if if you're an attorney, you know that's a good title. You have to be like, oh, and I do this. It's the but, yeah, it's the safe cool title. Too, it's man. the safe title. Everyone like you know people are like, oh, I'm a shoe designer. Everyone's like, well, I'm a Nike. I'm like, 
well, no, <laughs> like by myself, it's yeah. like, it, it's, it's hard to explain, but like, yeah, if, if, if I had to drop everything right now and do like, I guess my dream job, oh, I would go work for Nike in a heartbeat. I'd go be, I'd go be a designer at Nike and like, yeah. but not everyone gets to do that. Right. So I just had to like find my niche, I guess, yeah. to where I could do it, but also do like be the attorney because that's like the safe job. Absolutely. That's the safe thing where yeah. you can like have your, like you have like money to live on and you have stuff sure. to do. And then the cleats are stuffing, something I do on the side where it's like, I'm passionate about it and it makes me happy like doing it and seeing it. Do those clients ever intertwine? Do, Dude, do that's, that's like, yeah. Like working with, working with athletes, I guess that's one of those things where it's like, you're networking when you're just doing like you're doing their cleats, but also at the same time you start to build a relationship with these guys. Right. And, and I, one thing like I always say is like, I'll never try to persuade someone to like for, to have me like as an agent or work yeah. with like in marketing and, and stuff like that. Cause I'm getting certified by the NFL in July is when I'll take like, nice. do the right NFL before the yeah, right before the season starts. So like, that's going to be great. So like in the meantime, doing a lot of like marketing NIL work. Yeah. And oh, I bet that's huge too now with college. Dude, like, exactly. And and that's the thing is like it it instantly opens the door because they see that I've worked with all these like football players on like cleats and stuff. And so they know it's like not you, just a random yeah, guy. Yeah, it's not a random guy I get along with. He also has connections like in the sport. Right. And so like they they do find a way to cross over yeah. because it's just like every guy needs cleats. Right. Every guy who needs cleats needs an agent. And they need somebody to represent them. And I would I always say I'd rather do it for someone I like care about and who I like see as my friend than somebody random. I want all my clients like be my friends and whether that's on the shoe side or whether that's on like, like the attorney side. So yeah, I I want to build like a genuine relationship no no matter how it comes. And so it has found a way to slowly like transition working how I work because it's allowed me to build relationships that I don't think I would necessarily have if I didn't either have that shoe side or I didn't have that attorney side. So they definitely... They definitely intertwine. A yeah, lot they're finding ways. Yeah, they're finding ways now more than ever. Yeah, building those those relationships and like finding genuine people mm-hmm. that you know you want to build you know something with, whether it's a relationship or business relationship, whatever you know you you, you have to find people you trust, and that's cool for you. You can do both of those yeah. and kind of you know market you know yourself as both and you know pull people from you know both realms yeah, and that's, that's that's sick dude a lot of people didn't they don't like they knew the whole shoe thing and then i because i didn't i never really told people i was like necessarily in law school like if, if it would come up in conversation yeah but everyone knew me as like the shoe shoes yeah, yeah. yeah. it was like oh you're the guy that does shoes because i would do shoes for all my friends and i wouldn't like really charge them for the custom because right. i think it was the coolest thing ever one it's free marketing yeah uh, but it's also the coolest thing ever like going to a bar and seeing people I know that are literally like wearing Rocking shoes that I've stuff. done. Yeah. Um, so yeah, a lot of people didn't know like I was an attorney. And that was the thing that sort of like stayed super like low key. You know, yeah. the, like, it's your alter ego. Yeah, it's literally <laughs> like my alter ego. I'm actually a badass attorney on the side, guys, but I'll design your <laughs> I'll shoes. I'll design your shoes too. on top of it. Were you always like a, a shoe junkie, shoe head? Yeah, or? man. It was like, I loved Nike growing up. And, and weirdly enough, there was a, a Nike outlet in Lebanon, which yeah. is probably like 30 minutes away, but it was only one of like three in the world. Yeah. There's one in Beaverton. Go to it yeah. There's the one in Orlando and there's one here because there's a, there's a, uh, a fact, not a factory. It's, it's a distribution center in Lebanon. And so this distribution center used to get like all like the stuff that either wouldn't sell or like maybe yeah. there was like the, the, the swoosh was like a little like 
tilted, turned, like something. tilted, just like something yeah. like crazy. And so you can go on this outlet. I remember going on this outlet as a kid, finding like Kobe's, finding like LeBron's, finding like all like Way the coolest. Yeah, prices. just like stuff I should never have seen. You get shoes for like 20, 30 bucks. And so like me and like my best friend Jordan, dude, we would go all the time and we would just come back just with boxes and boxes and boxes of shoes. And I genuinely think that's one thing that just like got me into it was just like seeing yeah, sparked that bit. interest and then it just like it's slowly like you know when you get your adult money and when you get money you can finally like spend oh it's going to shoes yeah i would absolutely. buy shoes and i would get all these <laughs> shoes and get like stuff like that and and then it just like slowly just kept progressing 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 now it's turned into a full-on hobby i have a whole room dude i'm running out of room i live in a one-bedroom apartment I'm running out of room. Living room. Dude, I need stuff. to do. That's the thing is like. I text him. I told him to bring some shoes. He said, I put them in storage. Yeah, I put them I said, why did he put them in storage? I put them all in storage. I make, I'm running sense. out. Like during like the season, like my my office, not like my office, but like my, where like I design all my like cleats. It's like I'm in my bedroom and then like I have a big like desk and it's covered in paint now. Because yeah. I'm like <laughs> airbrushed and stuff like that. But behind me, it's like where I lay out all the cleats. And so I basically don't have half my room because I lay out all the cleats right. that we'll have. And, and the problem, like, it happens that way because a lot of these guys want a cleat that was, like, maybe done three, four years ago. They just, like, they either had, like, play with it in college and they had, like, great seasons yeah. or, like, they just feel, like, the most comfortable with that. So I have to, like, mass buy these cleats off eBay that are, like, five, six, seven years old. Right. They got to keep them somewhere. Sure. So they literally would just like sit in my apartment and just like, <laughs> like I have stacks of shoe boxes just like at any time. We should have done the episode there. Dude, I'm, there's, in the middle of there's literally <laughs> shoes just like laying everywhere and they're all just like blanks. None of them are done. They're just like sitting, waiting to be done. Oh, that's cool though. You don't have to go out and get them. Oh yeah. Just... It's, 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 that's like the best part is like, they can just text me and it was, it would happen all the time. They would text me on like a Thursday. Yeah. And go, like, hey, we need a pair done. And yeah. you have to go out. They leave on Saturday, like or like now you're one step ahead of the game. Dude, they played on a they played on a Thursday night this year and it was in Pittsburgh. And it's supposed to be a super like rainy, terrible weather day. And Pittsburgh's field is not the most ideal yeah. field to play no. on. And so they texted me like an hour before the plane was gonna take off. They're like, we need a pair done. And I'm like, all right, <laughs> let's do time it. frame just keeps getting shorter yeah, and shorter. Yeah, shorter and shorter. So I I raced the facility. Got them, came back, and and luckily got them finished, got them done. I pull up, the buses are out front to go to the airport. Wait, and I, I'm like, guys, like, hey, you your cleats are here. <laughs> so I dropped them off. But yeah, man, it's like sometimes I have them, sometimes I don't. Yeah. Got to figure it out. It sounds like you've done a, a good job of, you know, working at a, at a fast-paced environment. I feel like that's so critical in, you know, a lot of different occupations. Like, mm-hmm. you know, some are, they move fast. Like me, I, I do a lot of, you know, touring with artists. Yeah, and that's one of the fastest paced, you know, industries. And it's always changing. A lot of it's the same, but it's changing. Like you have to, I feel like you have to be able to adapt. And whereas opposed to some people would be like, I don't think I can do that. Like I yeah. need, you know, three days at least minimum. You, sh- you just want to be that like reliable guy. And like same yeah. with like that, like when artists come and they're like they know you can work in a fast-paced environment yeah. and they know you're reliable and they know you get good work done it's just it, it especially in a uh, field like this like networking who like the kind of work you put out especially yeah. the time frames if right. you can put out good work in a small time frame and like they know you're reliable and they know it's going to be good work you just open the door yeah. just that, like that so speaks many. for itself yeah, you like, can be badass at what yeah. you do but if you can get that back to them quick and yeah, it's, it's not it's, bad it's, yeah you're you're like I guess your self promotion just like grows even yeah. more just because they realize oh he's a reliable guy gets it done quickly sure and and everyone likes his work too absolutely I feel like you also just attract more opportunities that way too one you build self confidence in yourself mm-hmm. you're like 
okay, well, I don't need this huge window gap, but if someone hits me up, I just got to drop, you know, every, that's a, that's a lot of the problem is people don't want to put aside, you know, like the, the Jack Harlow concert. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure it was at the one at Municipal. Yeah, it that, that was. Yeah. Nice. I know, like, you know, I wouldn't have probably dropped too much that night, you know, to go, but like, you have to, if it's important yeah. and to get the work done, like, you got to put yourself out there to work on any time frame yeah, that you're, that you're given. It's a lot of just being like luck and being in like the creative world. It's like, you do get lucky. Like one, maybe, maybe just be like one person who talks about your work in like the right room. Right. Like especially obviously it's a lot of just being like luck. You're right. Like right place at the right time. Yep. But also when you are at the right place at the right time, you actually have to like do it. Yeah. And, and that's like the hardest part with it is like, I know you definitely miss stuff or like you wanted to go do something, Absolutely. but you need to go shoot a show. And like, maybe yeah. you've always wanted to shoot it or like, you know, you need work or anything like that. Like, you have to be willing sometimes to just like drop everything yeah. and do it just because either the opportunity is good or it's just like, for me, it was like, I never worked the finish line in my life. I never in my life would have dreamed the shoes I started doing in my apartment that used to take me a month. I'd be able to do it on like a seven hour deadline yeah. for finish line right. for a massive tennis star. Like, yeah, I guess you just never know. And I guess when the opportunity is knocking, you don't yeah. answer the door. That's, that's what I would say. A lot of it's luck, but you better answer the door when, when that opportunity comes. A lot, of it, a lot of it is luck, but then like, you know, you put in the work. So it, it's luck matched. Mm-hmm. It's when, I forget, it's a quote. It's like when luck meets preparation. Yeah, it's it was like, it was like it was proper preparation. preparation prevents poor performance. Yeah. Like, or there's something along those lines. Yeah. Like, that's a mouthful, but dude, yeah, I know, right? Yeah. I know. It's, it's facts like, though. Very it's, if you prep and like you, you figure out how to like all to do all your work, like really well. And then yeah. once you get put in that situation it and like, same, yeah, like same with like touring, like when, when you're on a stage, you know where you'd be to get like the right shot. Right. And that's because you've been there and you've done that. And like, maybe you've gotten the wrong shot before, yeah. but getting that wrong shot now allows you to know where you'd be to get the right shot. Absolutely. And that's like the same with like the shoes. Learn from, learn from your mistakes. From mistakes. And, you know, it's, no one knows exactly what they're doing anyway. You, you're doing that, me doing video. You know, you just learn as you go and you keep progressing. Real man. Um, what advice would you give to someone that's you know like yourself that's working a, a you know a full time job, uh, nine to five, whatever that is wanting to pursue you know something creative on the side and turn it into their side hustle, maybe turn it into their their, their full time gig. What kind of advice would you give to them? Honestly, I would just say just like just do it. It's Nike didn't pay you to say that, dude. I, I wish they did. I wish they did. <laughs> Not yet, dude. I wish. Yeah, hey, Nike, if you want something, hey, hit me up, man. Uh, no, it's just like I guess, just like just do it. It's just, it's like gonna be super scary and like how I said, it's like I didn't, I can't draw to save my life. Like I never thought in my right mind I'd be able to pick up a paintbrush or pick up an airbrush right. and be able to like turn a shoe into something completely different and make it just like make it what I, somebody wants yeah. and turn it into something like somebody loves and like cherishes whether it's like it's for somebody it's for a gift it's for you know a guy who's wearing it on the field like right. it doesn't matter it's like you know the ability to do something just like really cool and you may never realize that if you don't just try yeah. if you don't just do it right um so that's one thing like it's gonna be scary like dude it's, it's hard like the creative world's hard because like it's not the easiest industry to like industry if you're gonna like get into the industry it's not easy to get into right. it's easy to start though yeah. like you want to shoot pictures go get a camera yeah. you may not be great at it you're not going to be great at it to start like, you're just, not going to know yeah, you're not going to know if you don't start and that's one of the things like you just got to figure it out and you can never figure it out unless you try yeah and I, if i didn't try like some of the coolest experiences i've ever had in my life and some of the coolest like sit there moments where i'm just like can't believe like I'm either doing this pair. I can't believe I'm I'm going in to this, this room, yeah, with, this like, in this room with these people. 
I wouldn't have known that if I didn't just try. Right. So I would just, that's my biggest advice is it's going to be scary. It's going to be hard. And it definitely can be out like your like comfort level, but just do it and see where it can take you. Yeah. You should never really know. Uh, I feel like a lot of people, they focus too much on the, the plan, you know, like, Oh, what, what can I do if I, if I pursue this? And it's like, there's no way in whatever you do, like you can ever plan. It's yeah. like the stock market, you know, or crypto. Yeah. you can't, plan for you know yeah. the highs and the lows you know you just have to adapt with them and it's like start and then learn as you go and yeah. you'll be surprised at everything that is possible and that the rooms you get put in the people you meet and collaborate with metro goldman right. deandre hopkins right. like, you know what i'm saying that's that dude plays you know down there at the time state like that's yeah. that's badass yeah bro. it's like, just you just never know and i i 100 thought this was just going to be something where like Oh, I did it for a few months. I would do it yeah. for like my friends if they asked me to, right. but it turned into something. Yeah. And you never know what could turn into something unless you actually do it. I feel like that's with every shoe you do as well. Like to you, it's they're all a shoe, you know? It starts in your mind, you yeah. get the process, and then it takes a life of its own, yeah, you know, with some of these, you know, DeAndre Hopkins on, mm -hmm. on sideline catch or tennis player, soccer player, all those, you know, it, it, something insane can be created from that. But all you're in control of is the the manifestation yeah, of the right? shoe. That's control your surroundings yeah. and let, let everything else happen, and then, yeah. and then rock with it. That's all that's, you can do. That's nice, bro. That's nice. What uh, 2024? We're like a couple of weeks into it. Any any plans for this year? I know you we were talking before we started rolling. You said you were um, you had some shoes working on, I think, and then with all your attorney stuff as well. Yeah, man. We uh, busy guy here. Yeah, I know, man. It's it's. You know, shoes wise, you, you definitely get a lot slower in the off season. Yeah. Um, but you know, luckily with, luckily with being in the door right now, now it's one of those things where it's like, we can set ourselves up in the future to not have those hour deadlines yeah. and not have those two hour deadlines. Um, shoes wise. Give got some slack. Yeah, yeah right? Go put them on tight windows. <laughs> They're killing me. I need to breathe, you know? Um, but yeah, so like shoes wise, it's like, Never really know. We're gonna keep doing the shoes and then got a few events coming up, the events that I sort of like saw you out, we're gonna see if I do yeah. or not. Yeah. Uh, and then sports agent wise, the attorney wise, got, I think got something pretty big in the works um, with Drewski. Oh, um, nice. Yeah, man. That's um, dope. We're gonna see though, we're gonna take it slow. Yeah. We're gonna see how it goes, but yeah, you got, you got some possible big stuff he's coming up. He's killing the game right now. He's man. killing the game, he's, he's killing, killing the game. game. He's, uh, he's a creative and he's, he's, he's found a way to, yeah found a way to build a personal brand. He's a guy I know somewhat of his, his story, you know, I'll, I'll be quick with this, but he, uh, when he was first starting out, I'm pretty sure he jumped on a tour with Jack Harlow, like early, early Jack mm -hmm. Harlow days. And like, you know, was just going out on stage and opening up for him, you know, and, and not, you know, as a singer yeah. or anything, just going out there, just, just being, being Drewski, you know? So like, that yeah. goes back to just start. Prime example. He, he wasn't getting yeah. paid for that. Like Jack yeah. couldn't pay him then. He was barely making anything off shows. But Put yourself so. in the right position. You just never really know what's going to happen. Yeah. And that's sort of what we're working with with that. And he just started a sports agency. Nice. And so we're, we're, we're rocking with them right now. We're going to we're slowly see where it goes. Yeah, we're going to grow something big. We'll have to circle back around yeah, and, it's, in it's, a year from year now. Year 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 yeah, let's see what we're doing. And we'll have Drewski on yeah, it too. Right. <laughs> Well, that, that's cool, man. It sounds like big year ahead. Hope you know, so. You've been crushing it so far. You know, you're still early in early in the game. You're yeah. how old are you? Twenty seven. Twenty seven. Twenty seven. Man. Well, I'm, an to be, I'm an attorney for you know, what, three months now. Four really? months now. Yeah, yeah, October to October to now. Yeah, 
already been in some some big rooms, big clients, yeah, potential best. clients ahead. So the best part about the sports world and entertainment is you just your life can just like change. Yeah. Like you see artists who, you know, they post one TikTok, and that TikTok gets 15 million views, and they have every label calling them in the world. Right. It's like this, the sports entertainment industry in general, yeah. it's like you know, the creative industry. It's like your life, like your life can change. One like that, it mm-hmm. literally can change. It, one it'll, it'll look like, like overnight success, but people don't see that process. That people don't, on the back don't see the the quick deadlines, you know, yeah, with right. the Spider Man movie right. and MTSU football. So uh, you you got to do the process. You're never an overnight success. People just see it overnight. See the overnight and, stuff. Yeah, but you can people you can blow up and have a brand just literally overnight in seven eight hours. Finish line. Even. Text me. That's all you should never know. That's dope, man. Well, you're crushing it, bro. Wish you all the best yeah, in, in this year. Appreciate you. We're uh, we're gonna wrap it up here real quick. Uh, let the people know where they can follow you on social medias. Yeah, it's uh, Instagram's at John Ross Dewberry. I think there's three Y's on there. Someone's got my name. I don't know who it is. <laughs> um, so yeah, so I had changed a little bit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, definitely everything through Instagram. That's how I do all my business. Everyone always yeah. asks me if like, I have a, a page like for my shoes, and yeah. I say no. So the whole thought was like. Why would I push people away from my personal Instagram where that's where I do all my shoes and that's where I can wrote all like my big shoes and all my big clients and to push them to something else. You're building one brand essentially. So why would you, people ask me that all the time. Like you're going to make a separate video page. I'm like, no, like it's not all about me, but like it is the brand. It's my vision. Your, your personal, like, yeah, your personal brand and your work product. Yeah. They're the same thing. You don't get one without the other. And that's how I saw it. It's like, you don't get the shoes without me. You don't get me without the shoes. Like, one same brand build, build that up you yeah. know, in, in, under one umbrella you mm-hmm. can have entities you can be an attorney and shoe designer over here but it's it's under the, the John, John Ross umbrella creative space like building your own brand and yeah. building like your personal brand and just letting it grow and absolutely trying to get, take off absolutely John I appreciate you hopping yeah, on today man I appreciate Crush you it, bro. <laughs> if you're tired of using business cards you can hit the link in the bio and get your popple digital business card and put it on the back of your phone Touch any device and all of your links will pop up. You can use my coupon code, Chris Rippy in all caps, get 20% off. We're in 2024, you know, no one carries paper business cards anymore. So that just throw them out, hit the link in the bio or in the description and you can get yours 20% off. Again, John Ross joining us today, very talented and talented individual. He's crushing the game. Go follow him on all social platforms and, uh, how can someone book if they want a pair of shoes on just DM? DM, yeah. Shoot. Easy. It goes down to DM. It goes down to DM. He might not get excited like he did with uh, with the one influencer, uh, but he'll, he'll, he'll hit you back. Hey, every pair is good. Every, every pair is pair, good. Every pair. You never know where they'll, where they'll land to. Exactly. So. Never know where they'll take you. Well, we appreciate you guys joining us today for episode six of the Creatively Connected Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Trippi, John Ross, and we'll see you back next week for next week's episode.